pale, and the tight, bouncy but frazzled curls of her shoulder-length black hair all added to the haunted manner that the woman possessed. All of which Charlie didn't give a flying shit about, of course. Thoughts were beginning to come together, and his mind was already rallying and coming back online. While Charlie would never describe himself as a practical man, having spent most of his life more concerned with where the next laugh was coming from rather than the next paycheck, he had always been resourceful, capable of taking an objective step backwards in a tight spot and saying, OK, let's have a look at this. While he was beyond that now, had he been in his own body, that body would have been hyperventilating, he was now aware enough to at least think more clearly. As the woman continued to brush her teeth, Charlie watched and thought the one thing to himself that instantly made everything easier. This is probably a dream. This is fucking mental, so it's got to be a dream. So there's nothing to worry about, is there? While he didn't fully believe that, the view was too real, the surroundings too complete and detailed, the grit and grime too fleshed out and realised, it enabled him to take the necessary mental step back and put his foot on the brake of his runaway mind a little. Okay, think. Think. This can't actually be happening. It can't. It's a lucid dream, that's what it is. Calm down. Calm down. That means you can decide what happens, right? You're supposed to be able to control a lucid dream, aren't you? So let's make the wall turn purple. That'll do. Wall. Turn purple. Now. The wall remained exactly the same, and the view shifted downward briefly to reveal an emerging spray of water and foaming toothpaste. The woman had just spat. Right. Maybe it's not quite one of those dreams, then. Maybe it's just a very, very realistic one. Don't panic. You can prove this. Think back. Think back through your day. Think what you've been doing and you'll remember going to bed. What were you last doing? He'd met the boys, gone for a drink. Excited about the prospect of one turning into many, the first night out for a little while. Clint's mate Jack had been over from London too, which was both a good excuse and good news for the quality of the night. They'd ended up on a heavy pub crawl and somebody had said something about going back to their place... Neil. That guy Neil had said it and they'd gone to Neil's, and then... Nothing. Nothing from there on in. And now he was here. As he felt hysteria start to rise, escalating from the panic that he already felt, Charlie frantically tried to put a lid on it before it got badly out of control. You passed out. You had some more to drink, and you passed out. That's why you can't remember what happened at Neil's, and this is the resultant booze-induced crazy dream. So wake up. Wake your ass up. Slap yourself in the face and wake the fuck up! Charlie did so, his hand slamming into the side of his head with the force of fear behind it, and as the ringing sting rocked him, he became aware that he suddenly had a physical presence of his own. If he had a hand to swing and a head to hit, then he now had a body of his own. A body inside this woman's body? Where the hell had that come from? There'd been nothing before, no response from anything when he tried to move the woman's arms earlier. He'd been a disembodied mind, a ghost inside this woman's head, but now when he looked down he saw his own torso, naked and standing in a space consisting of nothing but blackness. Looking around himself to confirm it, seeing the darkness stretching away around him in all directions and now having a body to respond to his emotion, Charlie collapsed onto an unseen floor and lay gasping and whooping in lungfuls of non-existent air, his body trembling. His wide, terrified eyes stared straight ahead, the view that had previously seemed to be his own vision now appearing suspended in the air, a vast image the size of a cinema screen with edges that faded away into the inky black space around him. Its glow was ethereal, like nothing he'd ever seen before. How had he thought that had been his own eye view? It had clearly been there all along, hanging there in the darkness. Had he just been standing too close? Had something changed? Either way, there was no mistake now. 
There was just him, the enormous screen showing the woman's point of view, and the black room in which he lay. Charlie pulled his knees up into a ball and watched the screen as he lay there whimpering. That slap had hurt badly, and instead of waking him, it had added another frightening new dimension to the situation. He was terrified. He lay for a moment in mental and physical shock, and for now at least, everything was beyond him. The words that he feebly tried to repeat to himself fell on deaf ears. It's a dream, it's a dream, it's a dream. And so he lay there for a while, doing nothing but watch and tremble as the woman made a sandwich, checked her emails on her phone, and moved to sit in front of her TV. She flicked through channels, thumbed through her Facebook feed. As this time passed, and Charlie still watched, incapable of anything else for the time being, he came back to himself a little more. He noticed that, while he was naked, he wasn't cold. He wasn't warm either, however. In fact, the concept of either sensation seemed hard to comprehend, like trying to understand what the colour red sounded like. Thoughts crept in again. You can't actually...